0: for the face.
1: Wrestling for the faith, my Lord, it has been a while, and I have a very special guest on here today. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chad, not so much Gunner anymore, no,
0: yeah. <laughs> holy moly, yeah, not. I mean, maybe Gunner in the heart, but never uh, donning that tr- those trunks again, I guess, but here I am, man, finally, we can... We can come to terms after our big blow off match and do a podcast together. <laughs>
1: man, I'm telling you, I think I, I looked, I think the last time that you were on was like May. Yeah.
0: Probably well, be right before I started law enforcement school.
1: Yeah. And then yeah. so, like, um, you know, me and Coach did some, and I can't remember. I think I had Terry on and, and had, uh, had the Stroops on some. But man, uh, when I went back and looked at it, I was like, my Lord. So the it has been nearly like three or four months since you've actually been on the podcast. And I think uh, maybe two. I don't remember. When was it that I called you out? July? So that yeah, was started- the last time that, that we did anything uh-huh. on, on the Wrestling for the Faith podcast at all.
0: I know and I've had so many people asking me 'cause they, they were <laughs> they knew that I hadn't been on the podcast since May. So when you called me out, we started building up for that match or so many and you know too, bro, like close friends who know the wrestling business, reaching out asking if we we're okay and um a couple of buddies like, Man, like we really missed the podcast, you know, that's something we look forward to every week and I was like, Well, you know, yeah, uh, Casey's got a wild hair up his rear end, so I'm calling him <laughs> I'm just burying you the whole time. Yeah. Well.
1: So. So let's let's take this back. Let's go back. Yeah. Uh, you know, and 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 discuss some of this, and and lead into Gunner's last match, which happened uh, as this drops a couple of weeks ago now. Uh, but so. I don't know how much we want to get into the detail of the promotion and what we went through to actually have that match. Um, I'll let you make that call, but you know, okay. So number one, I remember, you know, you telling me, Hey, my last one is going to be August 27th. And I can't – let's see, did 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 you say at that point that you wanted it to be me and you, or, or was it us tagging? I, I can't remember how that
0: – So, yeah, no, so let's talk about it. Yeah, originally, first of all, I, I'm, I'll, I'll thank Alex Hyatt, our good brother Alex Hyatt, for yes. really pushing and pushing for this match, man, to happen, even though we went through some loopholes, and we, we'll talk about that. I'm okay with talking about it because it's not us bashing anyone. Uh, but, yes, originally – Alex was like, hey, this is, you know, the date for my final show. And last year at that show, I wrestled George South. And it's right when I, you know, went started going through the divorce. And um, I kind of knew that maybe I had about a year left anyway. So I kind of already knew maybe, I guess, April or so. That's where I wanted the last match to be because I knew the crowd was going to be there. I knew how they reacted last year to to me because kind of, you know, home state, home area. A lot of people know me there. And I was thinking, like, who would I want my last match to be with? Obviously, you know, if I could have had it with the man who trained me, Abel Adams, Tommy Birch, that would have been great. But he's, you know, he's done, man. Like, he's retired. And so I was like, talking to Alex, he goes, who, who do you want it to be with? Or a certain name you want to work or something like that. I said, dude, honestly, no. I was like, Casey, I would love for it to be with Casey. And then I said, whether it's a tag match us against someone or a singles match, I just that's how I want to go out. You no, know, um, I don't care about, you know, working some name that really for you, for you and me to work for me, it was a sentimental thing. Right. Um, and so he started working on it, man. So, yeah, originally I think April, April or sometime I, I approached you maybe and said, what do you think about like working me in the final match? Um so it was a little filler I'd already put out there. I knew that I wanted you to be a part of it somehow, some way. Now we'll talk about the loopholes I had to, Yeah, <laughs> The loopholes we kinda had to go around to get there, but uh but that's what I wanted. Yeah,
1: well so so you mentioned it to me and we then we start getting from the the promotion, well what about what about y'all tagging against such and such or what about right. Y'all doing this? And at, at one point, uh, I believe it was tossed around to do uh, like a Forgotten Sons plus Casey, you know, mm-hmm. with you and Corey or uh, yeah. yeah, Wesley, yeah, Wesley. We- yeah, Wesley, uh, Western Blake. Lord, yeah. what's he going by now? Just Corey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so, so you and him and me against three other guys, yep. uh, and and then um it was tossed around well what about we throw James Storm in the mix uh you know former TNA tag champions and and so yeah <clears throat> and i don't really know what the deal was there um but i think you know they were just trying to add uh something with uh pizzazz to yes. to your final match and which is cool, but, you know, that's not exactly what you were wanting, which no, I kind of I kind of believe when when it's when a man's going out,
0: let him have what he wants. Yeah, you know? it's true. And, and dude, you know me and, and Alex knows me and Tracy and Brian who run AML, run WrestleCade. They know me. I've never been one to go. Nope. This is how I want it. And this is how it's going to go. Or you don't have me like that's just not who I am. But yeah. it got to the point where I was like, like deep down inside, dude, I knew that versus you, versus you is what I wanted. I knew that we could perform. I knew that we'd give a good story. And I just felt like throwing somebody else in the mix was – and that's how, you know, with AML and WrestleCade, like, they bring in names. So in their mm-hmm. mind, they're thinking, okay, if we can bring in another name, it's just one more fan or one more ticket we could sell. And, like, that is true to a certain aspect, but kind of just filling a, a hole. Um, it would to me it would have just if it was me versus you versus James that would have been cool cuz James and I had a history but to me it still would have been just kind of a I don't know it wouldn't have been a story there there wouldn't have been it would just been a filler match it would just been like hey nice match I'm glad that was my last one kind of thing but with you and I being able to work and we finally got down to that cuz it just I just feel like like Once again, we always talk about the Lord, like the Lord had it planned out a certain way because everything they tried to do, everything they tried to fill just kept falling through. James couldn't come because of a movie deal. Um, Corey couldn't make it. You know, Corey recently lost his wife and things going on in his personal life. So, man, it just come down to the fact where they finally laid down and said, fine, we'll just let, you know, Casey and Chad work. And Alex kept telling them, like, trust me, they're going to give you a match. They're going to perform. And I don't think that Brian or Tracy ever doubted the the fact of, like, we're going to deliver. They just yeah. didn't know you. You know what I mean? They didn't know who you were, and they're afraid that people were going to go, well, who's this guy? We don't care about this match. When, hey, going back 2020 now, we 2020 hindsight, we look, and that crowd was nuts. yeah And I remember Alex come up to me and just kind of put his arm around me after the match, and he said, um, uh, Brian had just walked up to a Brian Hawks, who helps run the show, and, and basically said, that was good, and Jay, and, Kay, and uh, Alex said, "Told you, <laughs> you know." <So laughs> it, it, and not that for you and me, it was some kind of ego trip or ego boost we wanted, bro. It's just what I wanted for my final match, and there was emotion involved. And and Alex's wife, who was not a wrestling fan, who's only been to like two or three shows in her life, um, asked him after the match, like, you could tell there was. Um, there was something different in that match because of our physicality, because of our emotion. She goes, they were telling like a story in the ring. And she don't know what that means, but right. she understood that there was it was it was uh there was some there was something there. So man, it just it worked out the way it was supposed to. And looking back, I'm so happy because I don't think I'd have been as happy putting those boots in the middle of the ring at the end of the night if it wasn't you and me. Wow uh
1: it it was a great night great match and so the lead up to this thing i yeah. you know whenever whenever we finally well originally they had announced uh you and and storm and the plan was to to weasel me in there some some way to do to the do the triple threat but yeah. uh, i got with you and and i said hey uh, do you mind if I expose some of this stuff? So on my original eleven and a half minute uh, expose or whatever this thing is that you you know that I did and and dropped on social media, uh, I think it was back in July. There was a lot of emotion in it. I talked yeah. about how um, we could have went so much further. Uh, But you know, you were burned out. You were ready to retire, and you know you're you're taking food off of my family's table, money out of my pocket, and
0: <laughs> selfish. I'm selfish, man. That's what you, yeah. selfish. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, look, I'll let you borrow some money, man. <laughs> well, here's the thing.
1: <laughs> the way I laid that out, yeah. um, I pretty much spoke the truth. Right. From beginning to end. Yeah. The only difference is I wasn't mad about it. Right. You know, and, and I mean, it wasn't, uh, you know, we could have pressed on, I'm sure we could have got plenty more tag bookings. We could have had a good, a good run, but you know, I knew that your heart wasn't in it. And the thing is, in this business, and and especially in a tag team, if one is is in and one's not, or if you, in our situation, you're not and I'm halfway, yeah. you know, uh, you know, then it's not it's not going to work either way. Right. And so, you know, I was kind of at the point where, and I don't know what's going on with my career right now. It's kind of nuts. Uh, I'm traveling more than I have in ten years, and I'm. <sighs> Not sure if I like it or not. (laughs) Yeah, for real. For real. But, um, but like, we could have had more. But if our hearts wasn't in it and you are transitioning into a new career and you had to have focus on that, you couldn't be split. You know, you've already got, uh, you know, baby girl that you need to focus on. And, and then focusing on, on making this new career uh, the the next big thing for you, that's that's what your focus needed to be on. So you couldn't afford to to be pulling off and, and hitting the roads all the time. And you were just burnt out on wrestling. I mean, I, I remember conversations two or three years ago when, I mean, shoot, I mean, a year or more before you ever left WWE. You know, oh, yeah. you just talking to me about – how burned out you were, and honestly, I don't know if you've ever really mentioned this, and I don't know if you want me to mention this, but you were ready to go well before they ever let you go.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you and I talked about that many times. I was just not happy anymore, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there was, you know, I I see a lot of the crazy uh, dirt sheet comments of of how how you – you know your your attitude, or your this, or your that, or your your opinions. You know, or your faith. Uh, you know, uh in everything, and you were ready to go. That's the thing yeah. that people need to understand. You were you were ready to go before you ever got that call. Um, yep. But anyway, so the point is, your your burnout, your you know. In fact, I remember you telling me one time, you know, uh, whenever. I leave WWE. I'm probably done, right? And you know, then you did leave WWE, and you said, "Well, hey, we'll we'll run this tag team for a little bit and have fun, and you know, hit the road and have fellowship." And which that was what it was all about for us. It wasn't, you know, we were we were going to these shows and and working shows and then preaching nearby, you know. Yeah. So it was it was a ministry for us. So that was all great. So we had our run. We had our fun. And, uh, you know, if we would have wanted to press, yeah, we probably could have done a lot more. But neither one of us was really focused on that. So the whole 11 and a half minute uh, dog gunner out uh, <laughs> rant that I had, uh, you know, which got a lot of people uh, oh, yeah. because it was true. It was from the heart. I just wasn't mad about it. Right. And so, you know, we've got a lot of friends who, after the fact, they say, oh, well, you know, we wasn't ever fooled. And, well, okay, yeah, yeah. people, <laughs> but you're texting us 20 times each a week, you know, yeah. asking blah, blah, blah. Listen, it's okay to admit that you've
0: been worked. You've been worked. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. No, and it was good too, man. I like just, I think it was a good way to, especially because I hadn't been on the podcast in, in a month or so, or since May. And then when you put that out it'd been quite some times. people are like you know what we really and then i didn't show up at the youth retreat because of obviously school that's right. the truth fact but everybody was like okay now this is a little weird because these two guys started this together and now he's not there and oh yeah i mean it it was um it was i i like i, said, I got a bunch of buddies who listen you, you i don't think you know some of them but they listen to the show they were texting me over and over again. And a lot of times I just I wouldn't reply or it'd be very short answer. Like, I don't want to talk about it kind of thing. Yeah. So it was good, man, because we, we and we kept it legit. We didn't we didn't uh, comment on each other's Facebook post or, you know, even your wife would come in. And she was very, very minimal about like liking my post, uh, you know, my, my Christian post or whatever. So she yeah. was playing the game for us and with us. Uh, and it, so we never bantered back and forth as far as like social other than our <laughs> promos. We didn't overdo it because you and I talked about that. Let's, let's not overkill it because then it does look legit or exactly. doesn't look legit. Um, so, man, I think we had a, we had we had something good uh, built up with that.
1: Well, and and for me, I knew that <clears throat> I knew there needed to be a story. Yeah, you know, I wanted something that I could sink my teeth into, but I also felt like the fans deserve that. Yeah. And maybe even more importantly, I felt like you deserve that. Right. Um, I don't think, even if it was with somebody like Corey or like Storm, just having a cold match, you just going out there and having a match and, and going through the motions and then throwing the boots in the middle of the ring and, you know, blowing kisses and walking out, I don't think it would have meant as much. And – to our credit, without a, honestly, without a machine pushing us, Yeah, now, AML did get on board and, and start sharing promos and stuff, which was great and helped out a lot. But, you know, we started pushing this angle with no, you know, it was just, okay, we're going to start throwing this stuff out here. We're going to build our own story and hope people latch on to it. And the right. thing is, <clears throat> I don't think I've ever wrestled in Salisbury. Uh, But the last time that I was up wrestling anywhere near Kannapolis or any of those areas was 10, 12 years ago. Oh yeah. So, you know, really most of those people, unless they're just diehard fans, a lot of those people wouldn't have known who I was, but because we started pushing this stuff and using social media and, and, you know, forcing it down everybody's throats. And, and I was kind of like forcing everybody to listen to me, even though yeah. you wasn't responding, which right. made it look even more legit, honestly. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, and so by the time the match happened and I walked through the curtain, the people knew who I was. They knew what match was taking place and and they were ready to see it. Right. So, right. yeah, yep. go ahead. Go ahead.
0: We know we built it well, man. I think and me, not uh, sometimes me not replying was because um, yeah, school having 12 hour days at school or something like that. And this is like my brain's fried. But at the same time, I look at it now and I'm like, man, maybe that was good. Because when I did reply, there was only what, maybe two videos I did actually for a reply. And then yeah. your last one was just me commenting like, we'll just see you Sunday kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I think that helped out. I think not only that, but Alex did a couple like uh, podcasts and radio shows really hyping it up the fact that AML got behind it finally and the people coming into the show too. And, and, and I mean, there was, there were some fans from out of state that came to see, uh, I'm not just going to say us work, but they knew that it was my, it was been, it had been hyped up as my retirement match. So they already knew that like, okay, he's going to retire to sit in some kind of, you know, just one-off kind of thing or whatnot. But they, they knew the story going into the match that, um, I mean, I had a lot of fans coming up when I did the meet and greet, man. Just, you know, thanking me for this, thanking me for that, saying, hey, we can't wait to see tonight's match. And then I've had people email me saying that our match was the best match of the night. I don't know. I'm not saying that. But, you know, to know that people were emotionally involved and you and I could tell by the crowd. I think there was one time where we did something. I think it was a simple cross body we did, cross body. And when I covered and kicked out, I was like, man, they love that. Like, you can just tell the emotion was there. Um, Yeah. So just, I think how we built it was perfect. I think it was overkill going back and looking now because sometimes I think guys who are trying to build a feud on social media get a little too much to where it's too, uh, it's too hokey. Mm -hmm. And you and I didn't do that, man. It's like, we, we, we knew what we wanted and went out there and for 20 minutes or whatever it was, uh, the referee kept calling times, Casey, remember when she said? 90 seconds, boys. And I went, don't worry about it, ref. And she, and she just finally gave up, but we didn't go over like probably three minutes over what we were supposed to go over. And uh, but no, man, it was just I don't know, almost twelve hundred fans, I believe, is what I heard, just packed, bro. And just for me to sit back and and a couple of days after the match, I sat back and just kind of sat in the in the I guess the aftermath of it. I was like, man, that was that was really really cool, you know, just to uh, have that match. Almost basically August twenty fourth of two thousand. I had my first match and then we wrestled August twenty-seventh of twenty twenty-three. So twenty-three years, bro. And to go out on my own terms, I like Nikita and I talked about it. He went out on his own terms. He didn't go out because he was injured or because uh, he couldn't do it anymore. He just decided, I'm done. And mm-hmm. That's me, man. I mean, I could do this another ten years. Um, you know, but regardless of what the internet says, how I've tarnished my career, you know. <laughs> but we, <laughs> but no, I mean, just to be able to go out on my own terms working, with my brother. Um, basically it's, it's bittersweet, man. It's really cool.
1: It is. And it it really did mean a lot. And that's, that's where I went with the whole thing. Like I I knew you were busy, so I knew a lot of it was going to rely on me trying to push, but I didn't want to push too much because, you know, every promo that I did with exception, uh, you know, I did two, um, that were just 100% like I'm, I'm mad patty face you know yeah, yeah. and and then the last two were kind of more wrestling promo like um but I felt like I had to get that in there I had to get that attitude in there um yeah. but I wanted I wanted a story because I for me personally if I'm going to have my retirement match and I'm just going to go and have a cold match I just don't think it's – I don't think it would satisfy me. Nope. But even though it was only a one match and that was the blow-off, I I feel like that really – you know, we were able to get our creative juices flowing that one last time together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really uh, – one one thing in the match that I watched it back and it cracked me up because – you were talking about how invested in the story and how hot that crowd was something that you don't see much anymore is a low blow getting the reaction. Oh yeah. That ours did like, you know, we start the match hot and heavy. You double leg me. You're beating me from pillar to post big line over the top. Here we go. You're beating me all around ringside. You toss me back in, and as you're coming in crossing the ropes, I kick that middle rope up into your crotch, and you just fall. And I stand there and just, like, look at the people, and, I mean, that was one of the loudest boos that I have ever heard just for something so simple. So simple, man. And so, so that kind of stuff right there is, is stuff that I love. And, and when they give you that kind of reaction, you know that, okay, they're invested here.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And they were, man. And that, that is like, that's something you and I grew up on is storytelling, mm-hmm. small details, the small emotions and stuff like that. And it's just, I didn't want a bunch of moves. Even you and I put the match together. Like we, we could have easily went out there and done 10 minutes of nothing but falsies, but we literally had what one or two a piece, maybe. Yeah. Like our finishing sequence was a matter of four big moves, but lasted over eight minutes or so Right. because we took our time in between. You took your time with the chair. You took your time picking me up. You know what I mean? We were, we were fighting back and forth and, and just, um, man, there's just something about that. You, you you get a match that's 20 minutes long with five or six big moves opposed to. You know, where someone just gets lost and doesn't remember the opening spot. I mean, they're gonna remember what we did. You know, I yeah. believe. And um, you know, it's gonna be cool to go maybe next year when they do that show and I go back just to say hello to some folks or whatever. And maybe people are talking about it still. Like, so I mean, dude, I think we, uh, I think we gave them what, what they expected maybe more, and I'm mm-hmm. very, very satisfied with it. I can't sit like sometimes I've had matches where I'm like, I'd have done this differently, i have done this differently. I would have done one thing different in that match, bro. One no. thing different.
1: <clears throat> no, and there's that there's that one you know that I told you like right after the match, but after I went back and looked at it, I thought, oh well, that looked that looked pretty cool. Like uh, the first spear. Yeah. You know, you hit that spear, and and I was going to like backflip out right. of out on the floor. And just the way we landed, I couldn't get my legs up. I can't remember yep. if your arm was over me or what, but but I just reach like and pull myself from the bottom rope and pull myself outside. And I was like, you know, it actually looked, it actually looked good. And I'm actually glad that it went off like that because it looked like that old, you know, crafty veteran ring awareness thing where yep. oh, you know, this is my last little bit of energy, but I'm gonna pull myself outside because he can't pin me out here.
0: Right. No, it was to me you stuff like that's very like um we, we think at the time like, oh man, I didn't get to do what I needed to do, but then you see it. And it is like that crafty, like it reminded me of like a Tolley Blanchard move where he would just yoke and pull himself out of the ring. You yeah. know what I mean? So it just well, what you would do in a real fight, you'd try and scurry away somehow, some way if you if you had fight left in you. Right. Stuff like that's just it, it's not planned. It just happens that way. And you being, you know, who you are, and doing this as long as you've done, you just know, like, okay, I know I need to get out of the ring, and you, you're just getting yourself out in a natural way, really, and it just looked real.
1: Another one that is funny, and and when I watch it back, I still feel it. The, the superplex spot.
0: Oh yeah. So. <laughs>
1: when, oh man, when when you crotch me. Yeah. I took every bit of it. I saw. And, <laughs> and I'm more so like in in, in the rear crack region. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> than the frontal region, but uh, but it still it still shocked me. It like <laughs> when you're climbing to give the superplex, I'm trying to get my footing, and then we've got the stupid ropes that kept spinning. And they did. And but More so than that, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, that hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to get myself together after that. Uh, But that was another huge reaction. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Such simple stuff. Yep. You know, like we've preached a thousand times to a lot of these younger guys, when you go and you watch a match like this and you see, it's just the simple stuff. We did nothing uh nope. huge. None neither one of us, I mean we we took bumps, but neither one of us took, you know, off the top rope to the floor through twelve tables and ten chairs and a dog. Yeah.
0: Don't need you to know. do that,
1: man. And so but the the investment of the crowd and you know, to those folks who were there, thank you. Because yes. It, you guys, you guys made it. And when oh, yeah. when we were feeling that reaction, uh, here's another thing too. I think it was the part where um, where you backed me into the corner and we start slugging at each other. Mm-hmm. But you looked at me and you said, "Oh, baby, I feel
0: like working, bro." And I said, <laughs> "You do, <laughs> you do." Yeah, I was bumping. I was bumping. I was like, "What am I doing,
1: <laughs> man?" I, I yeah. And 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 we started rolling, and I'm thinking, golly, I mean, you know, you could go <laughs> go back to the top and have another five ten year run. I mean, the way you were working, you were. I, here's the thing that I was really concerned about, uh, and and one of the reasons that I really felt like we had to have a story because when you got a story going into the match, you're you're more invested, you're more yep. amped up, and one of the big things. I was afraid, you know, that the burnout would show. Right, right. You know, like, yeah, uh, don't want to bump around too much. Just, <laughs> Just get in here and go through the motions. And I'm glad that we laid everything out the way we did. And the people were invested the way they were. And that spark was there. It know? was. Yes. I, I could see a, I could see a very long program out of that if we really wanted to, you know. For sure,
0: For that sure. Would yeah, be well, so much fun. You said you wanted the feel shatter and the Mr. Intensity. I was like, well, I definitely got to bring this. I mean, it's my last one. Honestly, going into it, my body, you know, felt really good. And even like, I was thinking a couple of days after, I was like, man, I'm really not hurting too bad. The only thing that got me whipped was when my neck got caught on the bottom rope. But other than that, I was like, man, I. But, you know, that's just the enemy trying to get me to get back into wrestling. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm feeling pretty good. Me, yeah, because I, had, I had so many people. Who was it? Um, <laughs> Boba Amrick, the one that ran uh, the show I did in June, he was there at the show. There's a couple people, like, once they heard it was my retirement match, they said, so, like, is this really your retirement match or we are going to get you coming back in a year? I said, no, brother. I am I'm, I'm legit done. Like, I'm very content. And I've seen too many guys um, – Say retirement, retirement, have an awesome retirement match and then come back and either get hurt or just, I mean, just, you know, it's just mediocre. I don't Mm -hmm. want that, man. I I don't want to be that guy who comes back and does it again and just because I'm happy with what we did. So, no, this is definitely it. I'm very, very content with where the Lord has me in life now. I've had a blessed career, man. Will I still still do signings and stuff like Nikita? Would love to if the options open, opportunities there. Yes, because I can still share the gospel, man. Yeah. So I, uh, but no, we yeah. Even your wife was like, uh, man, y'all bumped a lot tonight. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, we was feeling it, man. We was feeling it. So, (laughs) well,
1: and 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 one of those things too, just some some inside baseball here. Like when we're tagging, a lot of times, you know. We're we're trying to see who's going to bump the least. The least, you know. It's it's a competition, in yeah. it, and that that's our way of one upping each other. It's it's not who's going to do the sickest bump and who's going to do this amazing, you know, four fifty moon salt headbutt hurricane rana thingamajigger. It's right. uh, who's who's going to get over by <laughs> bumping the least. Oh, <laughs> did. oh man. So it's so tricky. this match you pulled out every, every one that you had left, so I'm glad I did I don't have to bump ever again, but unless I choose to do so but that ain't left so you know that was good I don't know where the Lord's got me you know we've talked about it uh privately I don't think I've ever mentioned it on the podcast but like I believe it was April you know I had I had the Lord you know really nudging me take a month off step away for a little bit so I did like the whole month. And, uh, you know, just prayed into it. And I I thought, okay, this is going to be it. Yeah. And honestly, like there was a period where I was like, I'm ready for this to be it. I don't, I'm done. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. And, uh, pray through to that month and the phone's ringing and I'm like, um, I'll let you know later. I'm I'm not taking anything right now, you know? And, uh, get through to the end of that month. And I honestly, I, I had some frustration and, and Jonah, she saw it on me one day toward the end of April, she come in and she said, uh, you're not getting the answer. You thought you were going to get, are you? And I said, no, I, I don't understand. You know, like right. I, I kind of want to be done. Right. You know, uh, at the time, you know, I was like, I kind of want to be done. I don't know what's, Uh, And I thought that it was, it was going to, you know, he was going to say, all right, time to wrap it up. But instead he didn't and he opened more doors and I don't know. I mean, as long as the old body's holding up and and the phone's ringing, then, you know, maybe he wants me to, to be in line to be the next George South. I don't know.
0: You, you never know. Well, the, the, the thing is, man, like you mentioned, I don't want to forget what you just said about George, because look at what George does. He uses his as a ministry, always and man. And still, like to this day, bro, um, he since since that show last year where I worked him, there has not been a day. And I'm not exaggerating for a complete year where that man hadn't texted me because he knew at that time I was really going through the dumps. And just encouraged me, you know, even after our match, he was like, man, you guys went out there and and performed. And he goes, I just want, you to know, I love you and I'm going to miss you on the road and, and just a good man. So he may be dude, because even though you and I have some very similar paths, like it it doesn't mean that you and I are going to have the same path when it comes to wrestling or something, because you and I've talked about it. The Lord may be calling you to keep going on for a little bit, just to use it as a ministry. Well, I feel like over the past, especially year, you know, I've been back and forth a little bit, but really prayed on it. But just to see the the other doors that God's opened for me. Um, not many phone calls to wrestle. The the sheriff's office uh, job, you know, came to be with law enforcement and uh, ministry opportunities like that. So it's like, okay, I see that um, the Lord is. It's time for that door to close. Maybe not completely because I can still use it like Nikita does. Mm-hmm. But I just see how He's using you and I in, in maybe different paths to to. Um, share the gospel in many different ways. You know what I mean? And will I miss wrestling? Absolutely. That's what I want to do Size five, dude. That's all I've lived for over 20 years. Um, will I miss taking bumps? Not really. But <laughs> I, will, I will, man, because that, that Sunday when we did that show, just getting a chance to, you know, pray with a few fans, talk to a few fans, or many fans, and then just see the kids that came up and were just, I don't know, man, like they were... It reminded me of me when I was a little boy and I got to go to WCW and just captivated. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Golly, man, I am going to miss that. I'm going to miss, you know, getting a chance to high five a child walking around the ring. Um, but at the same time, I have the opportunity to, to walk into a new career healthy at 41 years old. That is me to do it at 41 is pretty amazing. Um, but it's, it's going to be interesting to see what God does with you in wrestling. And if he closes the door and, I don't know what we got going on. I'm excited about getting a normal schedule instead of six days a week in school, where I can actually come up on a weekend and we do some ministry again together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like man, because I, you know, I haven't done a lot. Of, I've done some church speakings, but not a lot, just because of my schedule, dude. And I miss that, and I feel like the Lord has a lot He's going to use over the past year that I've went through to really reach right. many, many people, man. You know, and I hate I missed the retreat, but I, I knew that. It was in good hands. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. We we've got next year, and we're definitely looking oh, yeah. forward to that. But
0: yeah, uh, hopefully, it's at the same spot because the, the place y'all had this year looked amazing. The pool and all that, dude. That was yeah. incredible looking.
1: It, it was. It was a lot of fun, and you know, we had um, man. It it was a lot of fun, and uh, the Lord moved in mighty ways. Like, yeah, I remember, you know, Saturday night. And maybe that's just the thing. Like, you know, last year, uh, Saturday night at the at the rock, the place that we were at, you know, we sat there and the Lord like had had those kids captivated. I think we sat there three, three and a half hours. It's like last year, I know. Yeah. And and so that's that's what I'm talking about is last year. And then pretty much the same thing this year. And um you know, like the Lord started using Terry to give words, you know, to the youth. And yeah. man, uh, there was one, uh, I can't remember the exact word, uh, but, but this this girl is, is a friend of one of my daughters. And, you know, she just came. She wasn't there last year. Uh, this was, I had met her one other time, you know, so right. this ain't like she's real close to the family kind of thing, or at least us. Uh, but <clears throat> Terry had given her a word and, and was talking about a uh, she's meant to fly or, or, you know, something along those lines. And this huge, like, butterfly, I mean, as soon as he gets done speaking, flies right over. And wow. we're in the middle of the. I mean, this is like nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we all just start laughing. It's like, well, if you had any question, if you didn't believe that the Lord was speaking a true word right there, or you don't believe in prophecy, uh, here you go. I mean, that's crazy. That is crazy, man. No, 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 no. You need to get back to remembering kingdom normal.
0: Kingdom normal. That's what that is. Yeah, that's always been our saying, and it's true. And it's crazy to think that you know we look at last year's youth retreat, and not just me, dude. Like it's crazy how the trickle effect of um, things your family went through, things Terry has went through, and Jake—I mean, everybody that was a part of it—went through some court, some style of wilderness and season where, man, at times we probably thought we were suffocating. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I can speak for myself where the enemy was was. uh I guess okay to say pissed off at what we were doing and what the Lord was yeah. doing through us. But regardless of how I felt back or how you fell back or whatever, we all continue to stand firm and continue to take that one step forward. And I can see the, the just growth, not only in my life, man, um, just the, uh, the growth throughout the, the kingdom family and what you guys did at the retreat this year. And, uh, there, there's no slowing us down, man. I mean, you and I were warned at man camp. We were, we were told like, this is what I see you guys doing, but we were also warned. There's going to be heavy, heavy attack, man. And, um, I believe that. And to this day, uh, we're walking testimonies of that, but we're walking testimonies of, you know, but God, you know what I mean? But God, that he's going to continue to work through us and in us. And I, and you know, I, I can mention it here on the podcast, that like over the past probably month or so it's been on my heart to, for, for you and I to start getting together about like like working with some broken men like a broken men's ministry man because you and I have faced alcohol issues, anger issues uh, you went through anxiety and depression many times mm-hmm. and so have I and it's something I think the Lord can can use us to um, build up other men bro because dude it's crazy I can count on almost both hands since last year how many buddies of mine? their wives have left or uh, the husband's been caught in cheating and the marriages have been destroyed. And it's like, it makes me sick, man. It mm-hmm. really does. It's like, what is going on? And, and, you know, if you and I can pump life into a group of five men, you know, me, you, Jason, everybody, like yeah. what kind of, what kind of impact can we make? What kind of basically seed can we plant just to continue to grow? So I don't know, just on my heart, something you and I can talk about in the future and see where it Definitely. leads yeah. But man. it's been good to it's been good to be back on the podcast. I know everybody's asking. I told them, I said, Yeah, next Friday we're gonna drop one. So here we are.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I man, it is there's uh a, a lot of emotions in in everything. And you know, you talk about the last year, I mean you've you had it rough going through the divorce and everything and then you know like um one thing too and maybe this is something for people out there like my my cousin and his wife um were in that wreck on Christmas day on their way uh up here yeah to my aunt's house down the road for you know we were going to do uh our last Christmas get together of the week and uh they got hit head on by, I believe it's been proven a a drunk driver (laughs) and, uh, you know, killed Dustin and Brittany. And then, you know, the, the boys, um, their three little boys, you know, spent a lot of time in the hospital and, you know, getting through recovery on that. And, That's one thing, you know, like during that time, I didn't really feel like there was times where I was like, Lord, why am I not as emotional as everybody else? Right. You know, and I mean, it was, it was one of those things where I felt like I was just empty, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And I did not realize uh, up until maybe the last month. And I think I started really kind of coming to terms with it and the Lord kind of showing this to me at the remnant retreat, um, you know, a month ago, that that trauma affected me more than I realized. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, I have, you know, since then, just being transparent, you know, kind of pushed back. Uh, kind of went into this wilderness. Um, but I could never really put my finger on where am I? What am I doing? Why is, why do I feel distant? Yeah. You know, I felt distant to everything. Um, but when you go through things like that, <clears throat> even though maybe you feel like you're making it okay at that time, um, those things still have a way of, of impacting you. Yeah. And, you know, so that's one thing that I'm working through right now and, you know, praying and, and seeking the Lord about it, how to, I don't ever want, I don't ever like to say, get back to where I was because I don't, I don't ever want to settle for where I was at one point. I want to be, I want to be soaring above. Yeah. You know? uh, but, don't ever, don't ever take these little life lessons. No matter how hard they are, don't ever take them for granted, and uh, and just push them to the side and and not think that they're affecting you because everything affects you, and it's something that you you do need to pray through and you need to work through and you need to talk. To people you need to have people that you can you know trust to, to talk to and, and to pray with um because no matter how little or how big something is these things do affect you and yeah. and if you just bottle them up and you just push them to the side uh they'll eventually cause you a lot of a lot of pain and heartache
0: right right and don't ever take as as we're you know wrapping up and whatnot don't ever take those wilderness seasons for granted either because you know god didn't cause all that pain per se to come into your life you know he, he it was the actions of others it was the actions of a man who got drunk decided to drive and killed you know your family members it was um you know j- we can go on and on about that but don't take those wilderness seasons for granted because at one time i was in a hole where I was thinking, why, why, why? Instead of going, okay, Lord, what can I learn from this? Mm-hmm. And that's what I do now is like, you're going to feel like me. There's times I felt like a failure. I've felt broken. Uh, I still to, I still sometimes get angry, not anger that I'm lashing out at people, but anger inside to where I have to just go to the Lord and say, uh, you know, father, I know this is natural, but what can I do to grow from this? And I've grown over the past six months, especially just my relationship. And like you said, I don't ever want to go, man, I'm, I want to get back to how I was because I want to be better than I was. I want to be higher than I was at man camp or coming out of man camp or coming out of the youth retreat. Like I want to be soaring higher than any of that. But, you know, we tend to beat ourselves up, uh, at times because of the past when, and God's just trying to teach us through that. You know what I mean? And like you said, don't, I mean, you know, bro, uh, just as well as me, you can vouch that, a while, I shut myself off from people. Mm-hmm. That was not the right thing to do. Uh, and I see that now. And And I reach out many, many times when I'm going through just a small situation and just say, hey, I just need some prayers today, man. And uh, that's what it's about, bro. It's just uh, that kingdom family, not only you guys, but other friends, you know, Tony Settle and Alex. and Lord, I mean, I can name so many. Yeah. And just to see the people that God's brought into my life that are like prayer partners for me. Um, it's really cool. It's really cool to see what he's doing. So don't take those wilderness seasons for granted either, because they do teach you. You can go through the scriptures and, and see all the men and women that um, grew and God used those seasons to and catapult them into their purpose in life. So uh, yeah. that's what I'm at. And that's where I'm at. Just chasing after him a little harder each day.
1: Yeah. and And the thing, the thing is a lot of people, they want to go into well, if a good God, if a loving God why <laughs> yeah. why would he allow this, why would he allow that blah 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 here's the thing when we when we realize that our heavenly Father is good,
0: yeah,
1: and everything that he does is right. That's hard to, that's hard to accept when you're going through some kind of trauma, you're going through a divorce, you're going through loss of family members, you're, you know, whatever it may be. It's hard to accept, uh, like how in the world could this be right? Yep. You know, um, but everything he does is good and everything he does is right. And even when we don't see it at that moment, you know, he's got a plan on the other side of it. Um, you know, like with my cousin situation, um, my aunt uncle and and his brother, they have launched the 24 seven movement. And mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, it's something that's, that spawned out of that and it's awareness of, of distracted and drunk driving and, and, you know, being conscious of your surroundings and, you know, don't take other people's lives in your hands, you know? Uh, But I mean, they're doing great things. They're getting that thing launched. And so, and, and the, the blessing that uh, has come out of, even though it's hard to say the blessing that has come out of, out of that situation. I mean, those, those three boys are such a blessing to everybody. And I mean, they are honestly three miracles. uh, Yeah. Uh, two of them, at least, they didn't expect to live. and <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yep. Right. Amen. Um, but, I mean, you can't always see what he's doing, but he's got a plan and he knows the future. Sure. And uh, it's a lot better life when we realize we're not supposed to be in control of everything. We're supposed <laughs> to let go and be blown about by the wind of the Spirit.
0: That's it, man. That's it, and just let him lead us and guide us, dude. And and that's, uh, man. There's no, no. Uh, I think no better way than to close it down today with with that, man. Just let God, just let God lead you. Let him, let him control your every step. Amen. Well, it's yeah.
1: good to be back. Good to have you back. Um, I'm not mad at you anymore. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I don't want to fight you anymore. We're good now. (laughs) (laughs) Praise God. Let's get back to wrestling for the faith, man. Dude, real quick. This is, uh, you know, when you contacted me in June of 2021 or whenever it was, and uh, it's crazy to see how the Lord's used this platform and even more because I've been off since May of how many people's reach out and like, man, we really miss you guys on the podcast. It was something we listened to weekly and that just goes to show that like God's hands in it and God's not, Closing this chapter of resting for the faith, he's saying, "No, no, no! You continue to use this, and well, that's what we need to do, man. We got to be obedient." So, yeah. but I, I, I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate you being obedient in twenty twenty one, and you know, look at how God used us even through the, the midst and chaos of last year. It's just He's so good. I can't wait five years from now. To look and go, man, look what God did. You know, mm-hmm. look what He did. But I love you, brother. I appreciate you as always.
1: I love you, man, and I. Appreciate you, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Hey, be sure to share the Wrestling for the Faith podcast. Let everybody know that we're back. Yes. Hopefully, we won't be as sporadic.
0: <laughs> Should be good. I graduate. Matter of fact, I take the state exam uh, today. If this drops on you know Friday, September 8th, so I'll be back to a normal set schedule where we can start getting everything on a regular basis. So um, there we go.
1: Amen. All right, everybody. We love you. God bless you. Hey, you have any questions, thoughts, comments, praise reports, or prayer requests? Email us, wrestlingforthefaith@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.